Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Divine Inspiration Network. My name is Reverend Arlene Cahad, and tonight we're actually going to be playing an audio clip of one of my favorite sermons by Reverend Muriel Crawford, who is a science of mind minister. Now, the name of the sermon itself is called Living Large and in Charge. And when we originally aired this particular sermon, Deletta Gillespie was on the network and she had a show called Updraft. Now, I went ahead and looked back in our archives so that I could actually listen to the sermon again. However, I found that when I was doing my search, I could not actually hear the sermon. So, I decided to make this time out to give other people the opportunity to actually listen to the sermon themselves and hopefully you are as inspired as I was. And just so you know, when she approaches the whole idea and concept of living large and in charge, she's not necessarily talking about it from just the physical aspect. Uh, that you see out in the media but the spiritual aspect and when you walk away from it I hope that you are as inspired and changed by it as I was okay here we go and thank you for joining us today longer indulge in fear because well as God you would know that you are powerful all powerful over your life and there'd be no reason for fear And so, as we think about living large and in charge, I think we should consider how it would be to live truly a fearless life. Mm -hmm. Have you experienced fear in the last month, anyone? Mm -hmm. Well, if you are living as God would live, you would be free from the grips of fear and its consequences, because it does have consequences. You would know that you could never truly ever be hurt, that you are eternal that you are always at the point of power, no matter what's happening. Mm -hmm. Now, there's a song you knew I would bring up a song. (laughs) I just think that Spirit speaks to me through songs. And there's a song by uh, Melissa Lawson that is all about living fearlessly, and I think it can instruct us on that matter. It's entitled, What If It All Worked Out? It starts out by asking questions, the questions that we often ask when we are at fear. What if that road that you're taking is a dead end? What if love leaves you all jaded and broken? What if the limb breaks you're climbing out on? Yeah, what if all goes wrong? These are the questions we ask, right? Over and over and over again in our minds. What if everything goes wrong? But if we are living as God would live as us, we would be asking different questions. And these are the questions that are the following lyrics of the song, and they're very powerful questions. What if all goes right? What if it all works out? What if the stars line up and good luck rains down? What if you chase your dreams and it ends up changing your whole life? What if it all goes right? What if that road is a beautiful, slow drive? And what if that love ends up lasting a lifetime? What if the limb that you're out on holds you oak tree strong? What if nothing goes wrong? What if you climb out on the mountain top and touch the sky and grab a cloud as it passes by? 
What if it all goes right? What if it all works out? Yes, we would be asking these questions if we were living as God. And the questions are empowering questions, not fearful questions. I think if we were dressed up, uh, we were God dressed up as us, we would live abundantly, right? <laughs> and I'm not talking Araka about accumulating things or hoarding. <laughs> Or even about spending large amounts of cash on fancy cars and elegant homes. See how mine has only one mind. Although that can be a part of it if you would like to. But what I'm talking about is that we would live in the state of always having what we needed or wanted whenever we needed or wanted it. We would be so connected to our own abundance that we would not hold on to anything we had, because we would know that, in fact, our source of supply was at them. We're God, after all, right? We would not be pinching penny or even counting dollars. We, many of us, live lives, small lives, where we count one penny, two penny, three penny, or even one dollar, two dollars, three dollars. <laughs> when we are heir to all the money and supply that we could ever, ever want, or needs. We sit about trying to figure out how we can pay this or pay that. If we lived as God would live, we would know that all we need do is to tap the infinite supply that lives right inside of us. Amen. We would know that our only limitation to a truly large and grand life is our own self, our own limited thinking, our own view of how limited the world is our own one-penny, two-penny attitude. I was reading recently um, the book called The Autobiography of a Yogi, and I know many of you have read it. Um, and in that book, Paramahansa Yogananda was challenged to put his faith in God to the test in the tangible world. You know, it's all well and good to sit there and pray and meditate, but what does it do in the tangible world? And so he was challenged to embark on a journey without any money at all. And that's what he did. He had no form of money. Wow. And on his journey as Peace Pilgrim, <laughs> he was fed and he was housed without, without ever asking for it. People just came up to him and offered him food and accommodations, and good food and good accommodations, too. He stepped out as if he was God clothed as himself. And he was taken care of at every single step. He was not sitting around counting coins or counting dollars. He was counting on the power that lived inside of him. So if we are to live large and we to have a truly large life, we have to live as God would live and live abundantly with ease, no worries, with ease, knowing that all will be provided. Also, I think we would show up differently. We would actually look different. We would always be wearing our superhero suit. Now, I've talked about Super Muriel here before, I think, <laughs> and how I find it useful to stop in situations and step into my super persona to access my power. And I think we should all have a super persona. 
And we should, in mind, do what Superman did in the old Superman comics. Now, I figured out that I knew that I saw Superman long, long ago when he used to go in the phone booth, but he didn't do that in the... But let's think about the phone booth. <laughs> he didn't do it in the recent one. No phone booth anymore. But think of it metaphorically. We could step into a booth as the cells we think we are, the little self, the self who is fearful sometimes and lives a limited life. Just step into the booth and change into our super suit, yeah. our super attitude. Mm. That is what Superman did. He went into the booth as Clark Kent, like after all that, mm -hmm. and he took on the persona of Superman. Superman took off his Clark Kent clothes, peeled them back, and underneath the suit was a Superman suit, the real person that he was. Mm -hmm. wow. There was no need to do anything special because Superman was who he was underneath, mm -hmm. the real him. And that is what I think we should do, peel back what we think we are and mm -hmm. reveal our superhero persona. Mm -hmm. Or allow ourselves to imagine just how God would be as us. So let's try something this morning. Just a little exercise for a few minutes. If you close your eyes and take a, a few breath. And breathe into your heart. Imagine that your heart is actually doing the breathing. This is called heart breathing. And you can use it at any time to calm yourself and to come to center and to come to the knowledge of who you truly are. Breathing in at the heart. Now imagine you see God. Whatever you think of as God, it may be a light that's very bright or perhaps a light that's very colorful. Perhaps you don't see God, but merely feel the energy of peace, of love, and joy that you know is God. Or maybe you see that man in the sky with the white beard. That's okay, too. Just see, feel, hear what you know of as God. And right now, right in this moment, imagine that this God has decided to have an adventure and decided to live as you. See how excited God is to have this experience. And now, see God putting on your body, just like putting on a body suit, just like Superman. And if you wear glasses, see putting on your glasses like Clark Kent. See or feel God putting them all on, God stepping into your body with your name and your life. And now, let's just take a few seconds to see how God would be living your life. And if you have a particular concern right now, see how God would be handling it. Just a few seconds. living your life. So now I'm calling you back into this room and into this time. You can open your eyes. 
Perhaps you have felt how God would be living your life. Perhaps you solved a challenge or two. If you didn't feel anything, that's okay too. You can practice this on your own, maybe by just asking, what would God do now? You can always access what God would be saying, feeling, doing as you. And one thing I know, that if you access the feelings God would have as you, you will feel an opening up, a call to live your life more fully, to live your life more full out, to show up big in your own life, to truly live large and in charge. You will feel the call to shine your light as bright as it can be. No little light of mind stuff. <laughs> you will be called to shine your bright light so brightly that you are a beacon to others. This call to live large and in charge is a call to our big lives. As we contemplate this living as God, would live. It is instructive to ask another really good question, which was asked by Emily Dickinson. Why not have a big life? Why not? She was talking about living large and in charge, not showing up small. Show up bright and as loud <laughs> as your inner spirit calls you to. No showing up as others would like you to show up. Show up as God would have you show up. No showing up quiet. No shh. This showing up big and large is about showing up loud. You see, the world needs you to show up as you are, as all that you are. The world needs you to show up large. You see, life is meant to be an adventure, and that's what God was having when God put on your your body. It is just all the fear and the limited thinking and the thinking small that blinds us to this reality. And all the fear and limited thinking makes us want to numb ourselves by different things, alcohol, food, gambling, TV, shopping, excessive busyness, that's one of mine. Because of the fear and the limited thinking, we do not want to feel our feelings or see things that are right before us. And the reason we don't want to feel and see these things is because we see ourselves as powerless. But if we lived our life as God would live our life, we would know that we have all the power in the world to shape our lives and that we are never victims. We can handle anything and we would fully be alive in each day. A good mantra for this to use to move into being all you can be in any moment and to do it fearlessly, whatever is happening, <coughs> is one that I recently have been practicing, given to me by Barbara DeAngelis, and it is this, to say every morning, today I will see what there is to see, feel what there is to feel, and hear what there is to hear. And know, and know when you say this, whatever you Whatever you feel, whatever you hear, you are the power. And you can use the power to adjust your life in any way that you would like to have it adjusted. And if God were you, God would feel free to be whatever, whenever. What I mean by that is that God would not be confined to any human boxes. 
We as humans always want to categorize things, black or white, male or female, gay or straight. God does not do boxes. And if God lived as you, God would, feel com would never feel compelled to get into a box. People are very confused by me, for instance. Are you a minister or are you a judge? <laughs> they want me to choose, but I am both. There are many folks up there out there trying to figure out if folks are black or white. <laughs> and now it's proving very difficult as people are being given the chance to be truly choose who they are, and many are coming out as multiracial. And that number is growing every day. My older sister was in the box of heterosexuality when she was in high school. After college, she identified as lesbian, and years later as bisexual. And many people wanted her to get in a box, right? But she just kept jumping out of the box. She was boxless. And that is what God is, boxless. If you lived your life as God would live it, you would not be confined by any boxes you are now living in. God is you would be free in each and every moment to live in the moment and be whatever felt right at that moment. God would feel free to experience any of the large number of choices available in any moment and change at will. You see, living large is not about confining yourself to whatever you have chosen years ago, even if that choice years ago was making you a whole lot of money. I remember one of my sisters, I have a lot of sisters, I talk about sisters, I have a lot of sisters. One of my sisters who is a physician saying after she had been in practice for many years that she really realized she didn't like to hear people complain. <laughs> Remember, God has no fear. All of these things would be different if we lived as God would live. But also, we would be much nicer. We would love unconditionally and forgive freely. We would be centers of compassion for others, and our lives would be lives of service. We would be open to God enlarging the boundaries of our hearts, as Howard Thurman said, and we would make room in our hearts for compassion. So not only would we not be counting our coins or our pennies or dollars, we wouldn't be counting grievances either. We would let many things like go. They would roll off us like water off the back of a duck. We would forgive instantly. In fact, we would not even register a wrong against us. We would be incapable of doing so. Yes. Living as God would live would be incredible. If God put on a Muriel suit <laughs> or a Ronnie suit, what a glorious life it would be. And the thing is, and everybody in here already knows this, that, that is really what God is doing right now. We are all living God's life through us. In this respect, when you see me, you see God Murieling. When you see Iraqa, you see God Iraqian. I am the living expression of God, and so are you. I am what God created to have the experience of being Muriel. God thought it would be fun to be me and to be you. 
God breathed life and God essence into each of us. And so I think that is what we need to ponder. How do I live large enough to encompass all that God is wanting to do through me? How do I reveal as much of my own God essence to the world as possible? And I think the way forward is clear. We must meet life with the question, what would God do? What would Jesus do? Always in our minds. We would meet each day with the knowledge that we are God in flesh. We would see life from a God's eye view. We would meet each challenge with the knowledge that we have the power to not only overcome, but to transmute everything to everlasting joy and abundance. We should not be bogged down in counting our pennies, but should spend time recognizing just how much we have and calling forth more. We must begin to recognize that the big God that lives inside of us, and in this recognition, and living from this recognition, we will truly be living large and in charge. And so it is. That was Living Large and in Charge with Reverend Muriel Crawford. We want to thank you so much for joining us this week. And what we're going to do is later on this week on June 22nd at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, what we're going to have is King's Philosophy is Love. And King will be talking about Thieves in the Temple. Mm, it should make for an interesting conversation so be sure to join us and we all hope that you have a great great evening love peace and blessings to you see you soon